podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Each episode, we will speak to a new guest, get to know them and hear their stories about Liverpool Football Club. Hi everyone, welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Today I'm joined by former Red, Gregory Vignal. Gregory was part of the famous Gerard Houllier era at Liverpool. First of all, thanks for joining. How are you? All right, thank you. Good uh, afternoon. Yes, <laughs> good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, so let's start with your current role. You're working at Dundee in a coaching role. What made you want to move into the coaching side of football? Well, yes, you're, you're right. I'm working at Dundee now, uh, Dundee FC, since last July 2021, after I moved from Marseille, Olympique de Marseille, when I left Rangers. So I'm coaching the reserve development squad alongside Gort and, uh, of course, Gary Boyer, the first team staff, and Gordon Strachan. So everything looks fine at the moment. And uh, look, always, uh, I mean, I decided to become a coach or a manager after the career, you know, when I stopped to play. And I'm looking, looking forward. I'm just doing my pro license right now with the French FA. It's a big, big one because it's a 14 months blocks. Every month away to Clairefontaine or abroad, five days a week. So it's a big, big demand. But I'm, 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 I'm quite happy now. Is it intense? It's really intense because it's a four UC. It's, it's a project as a manager, uh, project style of play, uh, working experience abroad. I went to see Michael B. Quipriar for this. And after the, the tutor, the tutor come to see me uh, in Dundee uh, five times through the year. So, so for example, this month I'm going to Clairefontaine on Monday for the week. And uh, the week after the tutor, the French FA will come to see me for the assessment session. So it's all about, you know, the way you coach, the manage the session, plus the game. And the game will be against Dundee United. All right. <laughs> so special, special coming up. But well, this is where I want to be. And I'm working out for the last 10 years, you know. And so, so I think it's good to be out of your comfort zone. So that's why I just want to be in the UK right now, you know, and, uh, and push myself. As a coach, what would you say your, your coach style was? Well, I try to be attacking, sorry, um, coach. I think uh, this is my vision, is to be really aggressive, you know, and to regain the ball as soon as possible to attack with a good structure behind the ball because that's that's so important to keep the right balance. And uh, so I've got, yeah, I've got my, my, my home methodology, uh, my proper vision, the way I see the football. Uh, I try to mix as well, you know, different culture. Uh, I think it's good for me to, to, to mix between the, the, the culture from Europe and the British style, because I've been lucky to play in France, in Spain, you know, in Germany, and, and in the UK, England, and Scotland. So, so I try to to mix, you know, and uh, to to get the right right philosophy, the right style of play. So, in Scotland, quite known for the heated games, would you say it's a very aggressive reserve level as well as it is in the first team? Well, it's a, it's a different style than England. It's more more direct. Second ball, uh, it's more aggressive football in the air as well. But in Dundee, we try to play from the back. You know, we try to build up and uh, to see different shape, different movement. You know, middle of the park doesn't matter if we are playing with a diamond. You know, with a ten and two number eight and a six or two striker or wingers and the number nine. It's important, I think, right now with the modern football to see the fullback higher into the pitch because of the style of play. Sometimes you need to attack and uh, it's good to have the, the right balance. I mean, everybody's different. But uh, yes, in Scotland, it's I think the, the style of play is different. Long term, what's your ambition as a coach? Where do you want to go in the game? Long term, I just want to be a manager. manager. That's 
of course, that's why I'm doing my badges and uh, I'm William Bell, you know, and maybe a long way to go or maybe not. <laughs> but I'm working hard and now, you know, with some more experience and more mature. And that's why I'm just finishing, you know, my, my pro license. I'm just finishing in April, so I should be qualified in May. So ready to go for the next season now. I'm feel, I'm feel ready. Trust myself, of course, because I've got 10 years experience behind me now since I stopped to play and since I started to coach. Different experience. So so now, yeah, it's, uh, it's time time to go, time to, to start. So we we'll see, we we'll see if something coming up. We we'll see what's going on with Dundee as well. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's the main target, if I am honest. But everybody knows I'm honest with everybody. With uh, I respect a lot of people, I respect everybody, but this is where I want to, yeah. to be. And this is where I see myself. You started your career at Montpellier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, this is where I am born. And I think it's about, I mean, I spent 10 years at the academy. A rough 10 years, yeah, so good academy, uh, and uh, and after I left, uh, after the Euro, I left uh, to go to, to England. And how was that call when you received it from, uh, I believe it was Gerard Houllier who brought you to the club? Was it was it a big attraction because he was French as well? Of course, that's why I always said yes. I should go to another club before, because I had offers before Liverpool, uh, after the Euro. But when uh, when we had the call from Gerard, we, and uh, when my agent called me, uh, I couldn't say no. The importance of Gerard, we well, was in love with English football already through the video, you know, and uh, the TV. <laughs> so it was an easy one, an easy option to say yes to Liverpool Football Club because of the magnitude of the club, the the, the history, and 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 just, just the project. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we love Gerard. We've got so many fond memories of him, and especially myself. I was a teenager when Gerard came to the club. Um, well, just going as a teenager, and he played a massive part in me as a Liverpool fan seeing the trophies that we won. We had this famous season in 2001 where we pretty much won everything bar in the league, unfortunately. What was the best thing about Gerard? What, what did he bring to the club? What? Because we are, Jurgen Klopp is a very man-manager. Um, how was Gerard? What was his philosophy like? His professionalism, I would say, mm. and his vision for the, for the future for the football club. And changed a lot of things, changed the mentality, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch, in terms of recovery, just to accept to become a proper winner, a proper professional, and just to make sure you are aware for which club you are playing. So, and if you speak with Kala, CBG, Murphy, all the boys, Michael, you will see the boys saying, yes, Gerard changed me, and he changed a lot of things, not only on, but off the pitch as well. The vision with the new structure, with the new building at Melwood, to reach the next step, um, you know, Champions League level. So, and the way the way he managed, you know, the squad, the team, and uh, it wasn't easy because he wasn't easy manager. Gerard, he was really strict, you know, and uh, no gift, of course. Yeah, so doesn't matter if you are, you know, English, French, Scottish. Uh, doesn't he doesn't care? Just <laughs> looking after the the, the 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 club and put the team first. You know? I noticed, so a couple of years beforehand, or maybe five or six years beforehand, before Gerard was the actual manager of the club, there was a culture in England where footballers would be out every weekend after the match or they'd be having beers here, left, right and centre. I sort of get that he changed that at the club because we went from a team of, let's say, lads to a proper professional football team. You have to keep as well the the scouts' DNA uh, because we, we are Liverpool, so... So you have to keep that as well. And Gerard, this is where Gerard has been really clever. So that's why when I'm talking about him, I'm always said he changed you know, the, the full club, the full environment. Uh, but but he was clever to keep the, the key points. 
and that's why I mean you can drink you know training recovery sleep game session recovery especially when you are playing every three days between the Europa League I mean the UEFA before now the Europa League and the Champions League the the program was was brutal uh, so so of course it's it's that's part of your your job and because you represent one of the best clubs in the world end off how was it pulling the shirt on the first time. Massive because I remember my first game. I mean, right from the start, and not as a serve from the bench. Talking about always the first one against Harry Reknat West Ham side because I knew before the the game on a Friday morning I would start the game when he called me in his office and he just asked me the question: uh, Are you afraid? Are you worried? And I couldn't understand why he said that to me. I said, "Why are you talking about this?" He said, "Because you are starting tomorrow." I said, yeah, no, no problem, boss. Crack on." And uh, and I think we had an unbelievable game uh, against West Ham. I think we won four nothing with this kind of thing. I remember, but uh, it was like a dark night, you know, afternoon, you know, and a little bit of rain, uh, lights on, full of house. You never walk alone, and uh, it was I think the perfect time. I think I've been lucky because uh, my family went to England for holidays uh, at this time, and uh, with my parents. So it was it was a beautiful day, and I think that's the best best one. You can speak about, of course, the first one in Champions League or Europa League or the FA Cup or the first game against Everton, home away from home against the Blues. But I think the first one, uh, I think, is always the, the best one, especially when you're at home and uh, we have a great night like, like this. Your time at the club, do you have any regrets about your time at the club? Is there anything you look back and wish you'd done differently or you could change? Yes, I think it's my injuries. I, always, I was tired before this game and I knew the... The national coach uh, came the week before to watch me and uh, we played really well. He was really happy. And at this time, I think because I changed, the culture changed, the environment was dif- different and the, the, maybe the expectation and the intensity, I would say, about the game. Uh, I had the moment where I, I felt very tired because maybe I was really young and because maybe about the changing, you know, and uh, maybe mentally, physically. And uh, I remember I was in the lift uh, with the boss at this time, and I said, great, just tell the boss you are really tired. and Maybe it's better if you start on the bench today. Because I knew I would start the game. And I don't know why I said nothing, because in my mind, I said, mm, if I said this, somebody will play instead of me. If he's playing, if he's playing well, I might be sit on the bench. You know what I mean? Again. And I don't know why. It's, I think it's a corner against uh, four hers, and I'm just playing the 1v1, and the guys just smash my feet. And so small details of the game, maybe, and the big, because maybe a lack of experience. And it's a shame because uh, I was doing well at this time. And the plan was, was you know, to push, to push, you know, uh, to be a regular first-team player and to be a, an international player with my with my country. So, and, and I think if you ask all the people, you know, the person, I think they all are seeing the same things because of the injuries. And but but I think I left a good good memory at this football club because I always gave one hundred percent for the for the jersey, you know, and for the club. I never had a story about me, you know, always professional on and off the pitch. And so that's why staying close with the club, you know, playing the, the Liverpool Legend game and the people yeah. respect me as, as well because I, I played the game with everybody at this time. How was it going back to the club for the likes of the Legends game? Superb uh, to see the boys, you know, the staff, and feel again. Uh, it was fantastic. I mean, it's great memories, and it's always nice for the good cause as well, you know, because we are playing for the Liverpool Foundation. So it's always important as well to to help the foundation uh, to raise money for the for for the people for the city. So so always, uh, it's important. I think that's part of our job as well. When you you retire, try to still fit. <laughs> <laughs> to represent the club, but you know, I think it's important. I'm, I'm been, I've been so, so lucky, you know, to be part of this football club and uh, part of this winning squad at this time. 
So, so for me, I think it's uh, the way I show my respect to this football club, you know, and to be to be there when they they need people, you know, and then players, you know, to to represent the, the club. I think it's important. That's that's my vision. If I look back at the time you was at the club, I know Carragher had just come into the side a few years beforehand. He's a noisy lad, isn't he? How was it to play next to him? <laughs> I'm still laughing when I see him on Sky, you know, uh, yeah. on TV. But look, no, well, I think, uh, like he said, you know, he played more than 700 games for the club, I think. Chaos and uh, I think he's been lucky to to play in the Gerard Way as well because it changed him a lot. And uh, yeah, funny guy, strong scout accent. So, well, How was the scout accent to get used to when you moved? But difficult. At the, at the beginning, it was really yeah. difficult. You know, uh, to understand because, uh, of course, uh, you have to learn the English, you know, the language and the uh, and the, the scouts. It's really strong accent, so it was difficult, you know, to to. So, but look, after with the time, you just adapt and uh, you have to learn really quickly. You moved on and you played for Rangers. Um, I remember your goal in the Old Firm derby, and I can remember your celebration was crazy because back in the day of the Old Firm derbies, I think. That period of them was probably the best time. Everything that was going on up there, it was just really intense. And I don't feel like it's as much as it was, let's say. How do the old firm derbies compare to the Merseyside derbies, would you say? It's uh, it's completely different. I think you're right. I think the the intensity, but the quality of the player this time uh, for Celtic and Rangers was amazing. Most of the players could have played in Premier League easily. At this time, from from both both clubs. Uh, no doubt about this, because you are talking about my Petrov, Larsen, Ferguson, uh, Pershing, and so on and so on. So the the, the squad was amazing, uh, but I think the rivality, the intensity of the whole film, it's bigger. I think because of the past, the history, mm-hmm. that's the game of the year. The Merseyside derby, I think, is different because uh, the Premier League is bigger in terms of quality and, and clubs. So, of course, it's so important to win because it's part of the, the DNA. But if you drop points, maybe you can catch points again. You know what I mean? Chelsea might be drop points against Everton. Manchester United might be drop points against Everton. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but against against uh, against uh, Celtic, it's uh, it can cost you the title. Mm-hmm. And the pressure, and you see when Stevie G came as a manager, the pressure to win the title. And the game against uh, Celtic, it, it's massive. So, so that's another great experience for me, and especially at this time because I was alone and I was looking forward to go back to Liverpool. You know, when uh, Rafa, because I knew Paco was following me, you know, every week, you know, week in and week out to see my uh, my game. Okay. And uh, and Liverpool was really happy with me at this time, so it was like 50-50. But for me, what a great experience, you know, playing for big club like this like Rangers with the pressure uh, it wasn't uh, yeah it was it was fantastic but yeah I think it's, it's different but I would say it's it's a, it's a noisy derby as well if I want to say oh my god <laughs> that's definitely one I want to take off the bucket list oh, it's, uh... every time it's on it's obviously the game in Scottish football that everybody watches everyone switch on no matter where you're from it's just yeah. so intense it's so big it's you know you can feel it can't you yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. And even when I play, you know, with the teens, you know, with the reserve, you know, with Rangers, when I play Celtic, it's you can feel this atmosphere, you know, and uh, around around the game. And it was interesting because most of the boys, uh, when they came to see me, say, "Oh, coach, you know, could you talk to us about, you know, the whole film as a player, the first team level." 
and and I felt it was uh, it was amazing because uh, I said now this is where I am as a coach, and you got have you know young players they want to come to see you and uh, ask you about advice, you know, to yeah. what it means to play for Rangers first team against Celtic, Parkhead or at Rivals, doesn't matter, you know. And this is where it's important to 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 to, to give your knowledge, you know. Yeah. And uh, a Dolphin game is um, it's a massive one, honestly, and uh, especially at this time. Because of the quality of the players. Yeah. Because of the quality of the players, yeah. So, as you're coaching now, what do you miss most about being a professional footballer? What it, what it brings to me as a coach. So, now, now that you're coaching, yes. what do you miss most about being a footballer compared to now you're a coach? Well, tough. maybe the game, you know, just to play the game because as a coach, you are preparing a game plan. So, you are talking to the players, but you are on a dugout, in the dugout, you know. On a touchline, so you cannot affect the game. Yeah. <laughs> you can only affect the game by your knowledge tactically uh, and the way you see the game with your staff. So it's a different world. Uh, it took me a while to understand that, to see my new job and I would say my new life. Yeah. When I started to coach, I think I wasn't ready in 2012. It took me maybe three or four years to realize, okay, that's your. Your first life is done. Yeah, it's like you passed away, and you have to to understand you okay, this is now a new life, a new job. Mentally as well, it has been difficult because uh, when you love so much the game, the adrenaline you got, the yeah. adrenaline you got from 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 the dressing room, from the game, is so high. So it's it's a different different vision and a different life. So so I maybe say yeah, the, the the impact maybe you can have you know with the ball you know and when you are playing. Or the way you push your teammates, you know, and uh, I will say that. But but I, now I really enjoy my, I will say my second life. We are now going to do a quick fire round with our guests. This could be very controversial. Okay, so I'm finishing each episode with a quick fire round. I don't give you any information on this beforehand, quickly and as honest as you can. And it is going to be tough, and you might not like some of them, but you'll enjoy it. Beer or wine? Wine. English football or Scottish football? English football. Anfield or Ibrox? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... Oh, <laughs> this one. Okay. Uh, I, would say, I would say Anfield because I signed for Liverpool first and foremost, so... Good answer. Nike or Adidas? Adidas. John Arnarisa or Andrew Robertson? Oh! <laughs> John, because I play with him. Alisson or Bartes? Bartes. Steak or Haggis? Steak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Right, that's You're let's welcome. call that a pod, Gregory. Um, thank you very much for your time and I wish you all the best with your coaching career. Thank you very much. Enjoy your your day and happy new year. All the best. Happy new year. All the best. All the best for the all the Liverpool fans. Take care. Thank you. Thank you you very much. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast, and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media: twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram. Instagram slash the road end pod.